Hey, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark fire will not avail you. Flame of Udun! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. What's up, Who Would Winners, and welcome to episode number 117 of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve. And I am the Senate. I mean, this is Chris. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. Uh, are, are you, are you really, what, what do you think he meant by that? Like, he just had total control? Oh, I just think he's not great at comebacks, and <laughs> that was the best he had. I think George Lucas is, is uh, not the best writer in the world, too, and uh, that's... Uh, what he uh, thought would be the best response. But I, I do agree with you. I think it's supposed to mean that he was just, he was in charge of everything. You yes, know, he had full power. His plan worked. He took over. He was ruling everything. Yeah. I feel like Mace Mendo would be like, wait, what? What do you mean you are the Senate? <laughs> Not yet. Ah, that's an interesting, uh, that's an interesting scene. Chris, this episode's coming out one day after we normally do. On a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. Yeah. So uh, we had some listeners reach out. They were curious. What? happen that's actually really nice of them that was that was awesome Make sure we were okay yeah yeah exactly we're totally good uh we've just been really uh working hard and putting some podcast episodes out that we ran out of upload space for the month of august yep that's so, all just hit our quota th- that's all it was yeah we, we hit our quota so we uh we couldn't <laughs> upload on the 31st so we waited one day until we could upload on september 1st so that's why this episode is airing then so thank you for your patience for that one day hopefully uh you're able to survive without us for one day, but we are we are here and we are ready to go. Uh, so, Chris, uh, we uh, have a uh, review, a review, a review on iTunes, and which means it's going to be time for fictional background time. Now, this review comes from listener. I got it right here. Uh, oh, but yeah, this this is a tough this is a tough name. It's uh, head juiz juiz that was not a glitch in the matrix or anything like that. That that is literally what it comes up as. Oh wow! They probably know that we base a lot of our background off of their name, and we're like, I'll show them. Yeah, yeah. So so I'll spell it real quick. It's H E D J S J W H D J R H D. So all no one one vowel. The rest uh, the rest not. So. Uh, the review from this person uh, says, uh, Sups, awesome poof cast, five stars. Sups, awesome poof cast, five stars. Wait, poof, P-O-O-F? P-O-O-F, okay. yes. Cool, thanks. Um, and the, ti- and the, and the, the title of that review is OMG in caps. So so I uh, thank you very much to Head Jewishwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwijwij
One of which is a review on the Who Would Win cast. Another one is a review on a Fortnite show called uh, The Fortnite Show on Apple Podcasts. And this person also left a review uh, for The Fortnite Show uh, about a month ago. Uh, same thing, a lot of random letters, but that said you should get a co-host. Uh, now, this is what I'm thinking. That's good advice. Yeah, I mean, if the person needs some help, yeah. I'm thinking, Chris, thanks to you, I have uh, <laughs> become a Fortnite uh, player. I wouldn't call myself good by any stretch of the imagination. But I think this is someone... I mean, you and I played for, like, what, three hours last night, probably, we'd say? Was it that much? I think so. Oh, my gosh. I think this is someone that we played in Fortnite. <laughs> How would they know? How would they know what? About our podcast. Uh, so, so I don't know if you remember. You went to the bathroom at one point? Sure, yeah. Uh, so, I picked up a mic, and I started talking to people. And I just kind of did, like, a broad... Remember how... Um, uh, before episode nine came out, the emperor like did like his broadcast through Fortnite. Yes. So I did a broadcast to whoever we were playing, and I just said, "Check out the Who Would Win podcast." So you plugged our podcast on Fortnite. Yes. It looks like we got one. We got That's one actually taker. good advertising. Yeah, it's free. So you don't have to pay for skins. Just gotta just gotta listen. So uh, I, I think that this is someone that we played uh, Fortnite with, and they must have heard my message, and they said, "Hey, you know what?" I want to see what that podcast is, uh, is putting out there. So they they listened, and they liked it enough that they let us a five-star review. Now, the only thing I don't understand is poof. Is is there anything in Fortnite that involves poof, poofing, the poofs, poofed? Not that I know die, of, but I'm not poof? up on all the memes. Okay. I, don't know. I didn't know if there was something I could have connect there with uh, with Fortnite. Mm, sorry. No, that's okay. So so that's that's what I'm going to go with. So I'm going to say that this person, Hedge Wish, which were rooted uh is somebody that we had the pleasure of playing fortnite with uh hopefully uh i was the one who got you out not the other way around and uh hey let us know we can play sometime uh again if, you, if you're really really <laughs> interested <laughs> i i have been enjoying playing fortnite with you though that's been uh that's been fun it's uh it's bringing back all my old skills sets that i had when i was like playing like halo gears of war cod as a kid but it's I'm, it's definitely I I can see why people really enjoy it. Yeah, it's kind of addicting, and I'm I'm glad you're happy. It's been fun. Yeah, is that the battle royale format just kind of like the new craze right now? Because Call of Duty is adapting it. Yeah, I'm I wouldn't mistaken. even call it a new craze anymore. It's like kind of the old craze now. It's oh, you, still well, pretty popular though, right? Well, because Fortnite's been out for like what four years now, three years. I don't know. Yes. So it's it's like the recent craze because yeah. of Fortnite. Fortnite really made it popular. Yeah, I would say uh, I would say um, Player Unknown's Battleground PUBG popularized the battle royale. Okay, and they went for more like a realism, like army look, realistic graphics, and then Fortnite came in with like its colors and silly dances and right. just captured our hearts. I'm glad uh, I'm glad people found something to be to be t to be taken. So uh, so thank you so much for leaving us a review. Uh, like I said, uh, if you want to have your own fictional background read on the show please leave us a review on itunes and we will be happy to do that for you chris uh, we got some poll updates from our previous episode uh if you recall last week we had buzz lightyear going up against captain rex two star wars characters uh in a row from last week to this week well these are fan suggestions the fan must the fans must like star that's wars. right the fans are big star wars fans so we have uh, that episode we did two different polls one where uh, buzz lightyear was a toy and one where buzz lightyear was a space ranger size 
And the first one was the toy-sized Buzz Lightyear going up against a normal uh, clone Captain Rex. And mm-hmm. right now, Captain Rex, killing it. 90% to 10%. That's what I would expect. For Buzz Lightyear, toy size. Uh, now when we get to regular size, it's a little closer, but Captain Rex still has a has a little bit of a lead there. 54% to uh, the 45 or 46%. Uh, that's very close. For, yeah, it's very, very close there. Um, but... Captain Rex still has has the lead on that poll, and uh, the same with the first one. Now we did have some people write in, uh, which is oh, like our new, some comments, which is our, like our new favorite thing to to see what people have to say. So one person said, "Star Wars fan number one here: the blaster bolts in Star Wars are actually compacted plasma, which is different from Buzz's laser. So I think the Rex's armor can resist the laser, therefore taking out his only weapon. So I think Rex. Oh, good call. That's the kind of comments I am hoping for. Yeah, that's what I want to know. I want to know that kind of stuff. So I will say we did we did agree that the lasers were different. Yes, we just didn't know enough about them to make a claim like that. Right, Buzz's is just a really strong laser pointer. It seemed." <laughs> But the, uh, the, the the Captain Rex's blaster bolts were more weaponized, it seemed. Uh, someone else said, size and stupidity are Buzz's weaknesses. I would say Buzz in Toy Story 4 was uh, stupid. I don't think he was stupid in the first three. But for some reason, the fourth one, I feel like they made him less intelligent than he had been. In he was a ones. little stupid in the first one. Which is because he was con- Just, convinced yeah. that he's a space ranger? Yeah. Okay, I could see that. Uh, someone else said, hmm. <laughs> All right, I'll take it. Uh, someone said, because I think a clone trooper can beat up a toy. I, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. If, I mean, yeah. If, 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 if you can't buy into the fact that Buzz could, you know, swing his way up to the top, laser point him right in the eye, I think it's fair to say a clone <laughs> trooper could beat a toy. Uh, someone else said, love the argument that Large Buzz has a real laser, as in a real fictional laser, and that he can do more than just karate chop people real good. <laughs> Thank you very much. Rex's helmet would protect him from toy Buzz, and I think that Rex could just outrange real Buzz. That's a good point. Yep, very good point. Child's plaything could not beat Captain Rex. However, a full-size Buzz has earned my vote because dot, 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 wings, question mark? <laughs> hey, yeah, that wings, you can fly around. <laughs> yeah. It gives him more uh, aerial yeah, ability you there. Yeah, that up too much, but you did potentially have a jetpack. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, someone said crab emoji, Buzz is dead crab emoji. <laughs> okay, definitely. Uh, last comment we'll read is Rex, he just shot. Yeah, I mean, he, he, might, he might just shoot. And, and take out take out uh, Buzz Lightyear. So so that's what we're looking at for the poll results. Remember, they're they're continuing to be updated as you guys continue to listen and vote. So please feel free to go to www.whodwincast.com slash vote to leave your vote or check out the link in our show notes to do that. Um, Chris, you ready to get started with today's episode? Mm, yep, I'm ready. All right, cool. Let's do it. So please remember, as always, if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios or if you'd just like to say hello... You can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can send us an email at whowouldwincast at gmail.com and consider checking out our website, whowouldwincast.com. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave us a rating on iTunes so it helps us spread the word about our show and you'll get a shout-out read on our show. Chris, what are we talking about today? We have a fan suggestion to do a... Emperor Palpatine versus Thanos fight. Yeah, yeah. This camp comes from listener I have written down right here. Uh, Elijah sent us an email about two months ago. 
uh, suggesting this episode. Uh, so thank you very much, Elijah, for uh, suggesting this. So this is going to be the end of our Listener Appreciation Month where we dedicated all of these, uh, the past five episodes to, to our fans. But that doesn't mean we don't take listener suggestions. Always keep feel, uh, feel free to, to send uh, your ideas to us. So Thanos versus Palpatine. Yeah, so so we we've had the suggestion, like you said, for a couple months now. Yeah, and like the idea, great idea. But I was worried that a straight up fight would just come down to, um, basically Thanos's super move, I don't know, Infinity Gauntlet versus Palpatine's super move, you know, space lightning, right. super lightning. And how do you compare them? You know, like what's the the common thing we can cross reference to say one's stronger like i don't know how to do that right yeah so there's too many uh, so we factors. talked about it and we're like well let's not just do a straight up fight let's put them in a scenario yes so we, we threw out a lot of things and we have landed on the triwizard tournament from harry potter and the goblet of fire i think it's gonna be a lot of fun i think it'd be really interesting to see them i do it. think so too now i do want to preface by saying i don't want to get uh, any flack from people because if you google Thanos versus Palpatine. There's already tons of things out there already. Now, oh, like, so we'll get accused of copying just, someone else's. Just like we did with the baby Groot versus yeah. baby Yoda. So I just want to just say, yes, we acknowledge that there is, this has been discussed, but we're putting our own spin on it just to, like Chris said, just to kind of freshen it up a little so, bit. Oh, I should have listened to them. Did any of them figure out which is stronger, the super lightning or? The... I, did, I didn't go into it. <laughs> okay. I, didn't, I didn't go into it. Is, does the does the Star Wars fan base have a name for that lightning he did at the end that like took down every ship and the super one? Yeah, I I don't know. I think I think people would just probably say like Skybeam Force Lightning or oh yeah, it did have a Skybeam. Yeah, it was very Skybeamy. Uh, uh, steroids Force Lightning. I don't know. It was like crazy Force Lightning. I remember that happened in theaters. I was like, what? Also, yeah, and it was also just selectively hitting only the Rebel ships too. <laughs> yeah, it was like controlled superpower lightning. It had it had like auto lock on it. That yep. way he knew it got to everyone not, instantly. Would, would attack his own star destroyers, but it didn't like blow them up. It just made them slowly fall. Yeah, it like it basically was a giant EMP. Yeah, it maybe that's what we would call it, like force lightning oh, EMP. Yeah, force lightning skybeam EMP. <laughs> There's so much to it. So then that's an, we need to, but also him. selective because oh, it yeah. only targets the rebels. Control it. You're right. 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 So so uh, target locked mm-hmm. force lightning. Uh, Skybeam EMP. I like that. We'll, we'll workshop it. We'll um, figure it out. Yeah, we'll find out who gets to officially name things in the Star Wars fan base and pitch that to them. We can get it on Wikipedia. I think we'll uh, perfect have influence yeah. the, the community. If it's on way. there, it's that's legit. That's, that, that's the the official uh, the canon uh, site there. So so yeah. So you're gonna go with Thanos. Thanos. So I'll be taking uh, Emperor Palpatine. Uh, you want to give some background on the the Mad Titan himself? Uh, who's that? Uh, some people might say Thanos. He wouldn't call himself that. Does he not? I never thought about that. I don't think he calls himself a Mad Titan. But I... anyway, the Mad Titan is Thanos' <laughs> nickname. That's part of my background. You're just taking Sorry. it. Sorry. I'm not uh, giving away your nicknames. Go ahead. Shreve. Close. Sheeve. There you go. There you go. <laughs> that was good. That's impressive. I didn't know you knew that. It's a meme, so. Oh, is it? Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> no, I'm just. I don't know how I know it. Anyway, it probably is. It's a just meme. one of those Star Wars things that, like, Ewoks never said in the movies, but everybody knows what they are. I can't believe that was never said in the movies. How yeah. did they know? How did people know what they are? Was it from the marketing for the movie? 
It, it, it must have been. What, what what were they called in the credits? Ooh, I'll check it out. Okay. All right, you give your Thanos. All right. All right. All right. Here's here's Thanos. So, you know, if you like have watched any popular media in the last like five years ish, give or take. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, you been... you've you've heard of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You may have seen any number of Avengers movies, including Infinity War and Endgame. That those were the most to, to heavily feature Thanos. So Thanos is a basically like giant supervillain. Um, he was played by Josh Brolin in most of the Avengers movies. The early ones where he was kind of just doing like post credit scenes was a different actor, and I forget who it was. It was just some guy. It was just some guy. Yeah. We don't even have to credit him. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he was even credited in the movie, to uh, be honest with you. That stinks. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, first introduced in uh, The Invincible Iron Man number 55 from... Do you know what... Do you want to guess what year that's from, Steve? Iron Man 55? Yeah. The introduction of Thanos. Uh, I'm going to guess 1972. That is such a good guess. It's 1973. Wow. I didn't know it was that long ago. I didn't know Thanos was that old of a character. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know why I guessed 1972. Well, that's, that's what a great guess. So, uh, he's a super powerful villain. He fights all the good guys. He fights the Avengers. He fights the Guardians of the Galaxy. He fights the Fantastic He might Four. argue that he fights the he bad fights guys. X-Men. That's actually a really valid point because he he does believe he's doing the right thing. Yes, he's like not, most villains do. He's but not, I feel like he's the only villain that actually seems like he has yeah, a point. So some villains are more like just classically evil. Yeah, like just want to see the world burn, mm-hmm. just want to hurt people, just want power. And he actually has like other motivation motivations. I personally don't think that it's enough to make him like a sympathetic villain. I don't think he falls into that category. Correct. But he does have some justifications for his actions, however weak they may be. I feel like you see him and you're like, I get what you're saying, but it's not the right thing it's, to do. It, to me, so so what we're talking about is he has this plan. So he, this is specific to the movies. I know it borrowed from comics, but I don't know how close it was to some of his comic book motivations. And I actually will say a lot of his comic book motivations were because he fell in love with Mistress Death, who is the personification of Death and an actual character and basically was just trying to impress her by like killing a lot of people right so that's a little that wasn't touched upon at all in the movies no um but mostly in the movies he basically has grown up watching his planet i think his home planet of like titan yep that's where he was born moon of saturn yep watching it basically run out of resources and everyone die and he came up with this plan to just kill half the population twice as many resources for everyone and everyone was like that plan is bad you can't do that (laughs) and I, he didn't. His planet died. Yeah. And then he got powerful enough to enforce his idea on the whole universe now. The whole galaxy? Universe? I would say the entire universe. Universe. Yeah. Sure. So, as far as that being a sympathetic motivation, like, ultimately to save people by killing half of them, I feel like it's basically like like a 10-year-old's logic at that point. <laughs> We're like, sure, I mean, I see where you're coming from, but, like, if you look at, like, any number of easily predictable consequences, it's a really bad idea. Yeah. Like, to just wipe out half of to life. To randomly pick half of life. Right. I'm not even going to get into it. We could have a whole discussion. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm sure it's been done to death on the internet of why this plan is bad. Yeah. It wouldn't actually work. No. But that was Thanos' plan, and he actually succeeded yeah. in, uh, spoiler alert, in Infinity War. Yeah, which I did not see coming. I did not either. I remember uh, we, one of my friends and I, we always would make predictions before a new 
uh, MCU movie came out, specifically the Avengers. And I said that at the end of the movie, he would have like maybe four of the Infinity Stones. I had a very similar thought that he'd get most of them. Maybe, maybe even kill or seriously injure an Avenger. Yeah. And then the next one would be about the fight for the last stone or something like that. Right. Yeah. I did but not see that coming. Got them all? Yeah. Uh, killed Vision to get it. And then he just wiped, then then he he just did, wiped out. Then he did the snap. Um, so one thing we can talk about is if Thanos will have the Infinity Gauntlet for the Triwizard Tournament. I think it'd be more fun for him to not have it and just be more of like normal Thanos, not okay. Infinity Gauntlet Thanos. I was and fine letting you have it if you want to. I, honestly, though, there's not a lot of great uses for it in the Triwizard Tournament unless you would consider killing every other person winning. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, doing that... Uh, maybe some of the time aspects could help that, you out. That actually is a really good point. Power. The power the one just like kills people. Yeah. There, so there actually are a ton of uses, but I just don't <laughs> think it makes it that fun to be like, oh, I can right. just use the reality stone to make it look like I won. I'll just use the time stone to go back in time if I lose. Like, right. I didn't think that'd be that fun. I see what you're saying. So I, I was just going to try to go off of like normal Thanos, which is still a really formidable opponent. Like, oh, absolutely. So he has um, his parents are both Eternals which in the Marvel universe is like a special race. Uh, but something, somehow he also is like part deviant, which is basically like the bad version of Eternals. They're like these two super powerful races of people. They like kind of evolved like before and alongside humans. So you got your Eternals, your deviants, your humans. I don't know how this is going to shake out in the actual Eternals movie that's coming out eventually. Um, they just changed the title of that. You were the one that told me. Oh, they took away the yeah it's just called eternals yeah huge change <laughs> yeah so basically deviants are kind of like evil so his his one his one of his parents i forget which one realized he was evil and was like oh we should kill him and then the other parent was like no 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 that's bad and that's how uh did they have ryan uh, johnson wrote luke skywalker <laughs> in episode eight <laughs> did they have two kids do you know yes he did have a brother so do you think the mom was like perfectly balanced Gotta kill one wow. of them. Wow. That's how Thanos learned it from his mom. <laughs> um that's a funny, good one. Um so let's see, like I was saying. Main abilities, superhuman strength, speed, stamina, durability, agility, longevity. He's he's really strong. Okay. Uh skilled hand to hand combat. Uh according to the Wiki, genius level tactician. I think that's fair to say. And then also possessed access to powerful mystical artifacts and weapons. Infinity Stones, Infinity Gauntlet. And other cool right. stuff. I'm sure he came across one. There's actually some comic book stories about him like going after special mystical stuff. I'm sure, yeah. I didn't read any of those, so I'm mostly going to just go from the movies. But That's fair enough. I saw a bunch of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Cool. Uh, all right, so uh, I did, I did uh, before I get into Palpatine, I did look up uh, in the credits. There are Ewoks in the credits, so that's I, probably where it came from. I also have the uh, first actor, voice actor that did Thanos in some of the post-credits. It was... Damien Poitier. Yes, that name does sound familiar. And I think it was just the first one. Yes, it was yeah. just the first one. Avengers in 2012. Yeah. And then Josh Brolin since then. Right. I think he's really good at it. I think he's like it was a good. It was a good cast. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, I'm going to be taking on, as Chris mentioned, his first name, Emperor Sheev Palpatine, a.k.a. Darth Sidious, a.k.a. The Emperor, a.k.a evil man whatever you want to i don't think they ever called him that in the, in the movies big bad evil guy big bad evil guy 
Uh, I mean, I feel like most listeners probably know the gist of, of Palpatine. He started off as a senator from Naboo. Uh, was well, he able... probably didn't start off as that. He probably started off as a baby. Well, he started off as a baby. Mm. I mean, you, you'd think so. What was yeah. his early childhood like? Uh, so that I don't know if that's anything in canon. I did. Well, you back... can, can you just make it up then? Uh, yeah. So uh, he was born to a royal house on Naboo. And he wanted to impress his parents, who were both artists, because Naboo was very big into like arts and stuff like that. But uh, he was very, very bad at art. He couldn't. He did not get accepted into art school. That makes sense. So. I, you see his tattoos in uh, <laughs> in the movies. What his face tattoos? Are you talking about Darth Maul? No, I was just saying his tattoos were so bad, it looked like a melted face. Uh, oh, oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Oh, okay. Uh, so he got denied into Naboo Art School. Oh, wait. I get what you're doing now. You're doing an Adolf Hitler background. Yeah. All right. I thought you might be like pulling from like some uh, extended universe stuff at first. And then he decided to get into politics. It took me this long to figure it out. And he took over a country. Or excuse me, a planet. And then a galaxy. Uh, I mean, he basically is Star yeah. Wars yes, Hitler. Yes, he is. Uh, so I did, though. I did read a book back in January called Darth Plagueis, which is no longer canon, which I think maybe they could make it canon because it was it was really good. And I, I think it would work. Uh, and it goes into his background. Was it called with... The Tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? Nope, just called Darth Plagueis. Okay. They do go into The Tragedy of Darth Plagueis. Well, do you know about it? Uh, no, I do not. Because it's not a story of the Jedi, I would tell you. Oh, really? Tell me more. That's all I know up to there. <laughs> it's a Sith legend. <laughs> he was such a knowledge of the dark side. Uh, so so he he orchestrated the Clone Wars. He or Before that, he became the Chancellor, orchestrated the Clone Wars, uh, turned the Galactic Republic into the Galactic Empire, became the Emperor, uh, you know, took over the whole galaxy with Darth Vader. Eventually, Darth Vader killed him. Actually, he didn't. He comes back in Episode <laughs> Nine, which we <sighs> think is from cloning. Uh, and then uh, we find out that spoilers uh he had a kid or a failed clone who then also had a child which ends up being ray so ray is related to palpatine please don't get mad at me if you don't like that i'm just telling you what the new canon is and i don't like it either if you don't like it i don't like it uh, yeah i don't know i don't know i really need to rewatch the sequel trilogy as a whole trilogy because i haven't watched it like seven eight nine back to back to back You'll just be more disappointed. I think I probably will. Because you'll realize, wow, maybe having three separate writers do this with like out any prior planning was a bad idea. So I feel like there probably was some planning. There wasn't. There's no evidence of it at all. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so Sorry to derail. <laughs> Get on my soapbox there. Uh, so then, uh, so Ray kills Palpatine finally at the end. He goes, I am all the shit. And she goes, I am all the Jedi. Basically copying Endgame. And she uh, kills him, and then officially he is dead for good. JK, he's going to return in episode, uh, was that 10, 11? So 12, the end of that trilogy, when that comes out in 10 years from now, he'll I'd be, be totally again. accepting of like a time travel alter alternate universe where Luke Skywalker can come back. I'm fine with that. We, uh, you and I were talking off air the other day about the world between worlds and, and, the, and the rebels. That is crazy. They've never brought that into Which, the movies, but it is a little. It is a little. I don't, I don't think for, the casual moviegoer yeah, would. A little get harder it. to digest. Yeah. Uh, he was portrayed by Ian McDiarmid in all of uh, the uh, Emperor's performances uh, in Star Wars films, except in the original Episode Five, which we can get into later. Uh, he also did voice him in. Some of Rebels, uh, Sam Witwer also voiced him in some of Rebels. Ian Abercrombie voiced him in some of uh, Clone Wars, and so did uh, Tim Curry in Clone Wars. Also, it, we will. It is important to note that Ian McDermott 
Ian McDermott? Yeah. Did not play him in the scene where he fights Yoda and does that twirly spin? Oh, yeah. Where he just corkscrews? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, that was Darth Maul. Or uh, Mace Windu. He was fighting. Mace Windu. Oh, sorry. Did, yeah, 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 okay. He did that corkscrew. Yeah, I don't know who that was or what computer get, uh, you know, bit rate that was. That That's who really fought Mace Windu for that. Uh, yeah, so he, I mean, he's just got a, he's got like every force power you can think of, basically, except uh, like the, the, the force heal that ray hat and ben have he he doesn't seem to have that yeah, dark side people can't do that no. he can take he can take life because he did that he took like the life force from ben and ray true and that made him go from like white-eyed like coke addict to uh red-eyed <laughs> just old man old man yeah with and also changed his outfit which hey i guess that's pretty cool <laughs> uh so i mean they have like some like similar powers where he like kept anakin alive in episode three. Oh yeah when when he was burnt but i think i've read but he wasn't dead so yeah so i don't know if this is canon but I've, i reading about the healing powers of jedi and sith like the sith do it in a more evil way that has more of like a cost it's when more they do it and it also seems like it's more selfish yeah. where the jedi is more selfless i actually really like that in, in the rise of skywalker when when ray uh uh, when she like gives some of her life force to that like creature in the mm-hmm. cave, and then Ben gives his life force to Ray, like I kind of like that, and it kind of shows like that whole like influence the mini chlorians thing to to save life to create life. It's actually really not a Sith trait; it's actually a Jedi trait, you know, because the Jedi use it for selflessness, mm-hmm. where the the Sith use it for selfish uh, reasons. So yeah, so I mean that's like I said, he has pretty much every same power as uh, as a Jedi, uh, except he does have like Force lightning, which uh, Jedi cannot do. That's a, a Sith only trait. Jedi can't access that at all. Is he the most powerful uh, Sith Force user in current canon? Uh, someone's listening. Whoever commented saying a huge Star Wars fan, you might you might know better than I do. I, I would say so. I just I a lot of the other powerful Sith aren't in canon anymore, right? Like uh Yeah, like Darth uh, uh Malagus, Malik. Darth Malik, Darth Nihilus isn't in canon anymore. Uh Darth Revan. Yeah. Oh well oh, I don't know though. So kind of they are now. Because oh. in episode nine there were you know the Sith troopers, they're like the red storm troopers in episode nine. Do you remember them at all? Yeah. Um basically created just to sell toys. Uh, they had like different divisions, and there was a division called like the Revan Division, and like the Malik Division, I believe. So that was like hinting at that they are in canon, but they may not be oh, the exact unless they weren't they actually were. named after someone, and they just thought they were cool names to be an homage to them. They might have been, but the fact that they, it's like the Sith Order, yeah, I, it makes sense. Guards, right? It makes sense. So I was just curious. Yeah, I have some other questions about Palpatine. I've always wondered. What's so that? you really don't know anything about his young life. Was he a jerk when he was a kid? I don't. I actually think he was like a pretty nice kid, but I think he probably what had some like him? dark tendencies. Yeah. Um. He. What uh, about it, his parents? How was his home life? That I don't know anything about. Maybe we, they, we might have to not, call like Steve Harvey and help They us didn't out love him. That. Maybe. Uh. He didn't. He had to. I don't know. Yeah, that I don't know. Why Steve Harvey? By the way, Steve? I met. I actually. <laughs> after I said it, I'm like, I hope he doesn't ask why. <laughs> no, I meant to say Jerry Springer. <laughs> All right. I mean, arguably not much better of a choice. <laughs> That's more of like that type the type of show where you would uh, bring a guy in to try to work out uh, some problems. Eventually, we'll have to bring. Or maybe in... I should have said a Doctor Phil. That's who I should have. Said. That would have made more sense. Yeah, Doctor. And then eventually, we can put him on Mari to find out who his kids are. <laughs> there you go. That's a good idea. Uh, so another important question: Do 
dark side people when they become a darth whatever yeah do they get to choose their name or how does it get chosen so is uh, there just a list of evil sounding words and they just pick from it yeah so i think the only time we've really seen this in like the films is when palpatine's like henceforth you shall be known as darth vader you know and yeah but he doesn't like you did a joke where he like kind of thought of it off the top of his head but he seemed very confident he did and he picked a really good it's a really good choice it sounds really cool it sounds really cool. It's also uh, it also means father in some European languages. So I mean, he's like, oh, your wife's pregnant. You know, you're gonna be a daddy soon. Uh, I mean, like like Darth Sidious, like Sidious evil in a yeah. way. Uh, Tyrannus, tyrannical, you know, evil or you know, ru- uh, ruler. In That's a way. Count Dooku for anyone. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I get this, but how do they do? They get to pick their own. I, I don't Does think their so. Master pick I, it for I think them? the master would pick it. That would be my guess. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if there's anything in canon that explains how they get their names. If you guys know, let us know. I'm actually I'm actually curious myself. Got no idea. So, any other Palpatine? No. That's it. Okay. All right. So let's 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 go into the Triwizard Tournament then. So so what's so the the first event that we have because we're gonna do all three events. The first event that we have is the Dragon Challenge. The Dragon Challenge, sure. Where you have to get the dragon egg. Yeah. So it's a you randomly draw a dragon from a bag. And then basically that dragon is protecting an egg that you, you have to retrieve. Yes, you gotta get it. However you want to get it. So what's your what what's Thanos' uh plan of attack here? I think this is a it favors offensive ability here. He can probably easily fight a dragon. So uh, the Harry Potter dragons are very big, breathe fire, very stereotypical dragons. Yep. Um I think from Thanos' fight against the Avengers, he's he's more durable than a dragon can 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 dish out. You know, like the fire, he has a super armor suit. He has eternal physiology. He's he's probably fireproof. He's probably strong enough that he gets whacked from the dragon. He just gets back up. Then he just punches this dragon, takes the egg. I think this is just a straight up fist fight for Thanos. So the only the only thing I would go against that is just he's probably fireproof. I feel like that's just kind of skipping through. All right, I I'm mean, just assuming he's fi- like. He gets, like, shot by, like, super lightning when Thor, like, charges it up in, like, Tony's Iron Man suit. And that just, like, knocks him down. Okay. And that's, All like, right. a ton of power. All right. You, you got me there? I'll, 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 I will concede I that to you. I can't think of a specific fire example from the movies. No, I think, I think you're, you're right. Okay. He, he does. He takes that, that hit of uh, Thor's lightning, like, straight, straight on. And it, and it, it like, it knocks, knocks him back. Down, but... Yeah. Yeah, he get he gets back up. So yeah, his durability is 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 sky high. Yep. Um, is is Thanos out to kill the dragon? He like, do you think he would just get? Even though that's not his goal, like his goal is to get the egg. But do you think? So he is a genius tactician. So he might think of something smarter than what I thought of. But I think he's going to analyze the situation, compare his power level to the dragon, and realizes his quickest path is just to kill the dragon. And the dragon's out of the way, and then he's good to go. I think so. Okay, fair enough. All right. Uh, so Palpatine. Palpatine, he's going in. Uh, I think Palpatine would start off with a uh, a mind trick, because Sith can also perform mind tricks, just not a Jedi trait. He would do a, uh, a, mind, a mind mind trick on, on the dragon. Um, and because... So the dragons, I think in Harry Potter, they're they're pretty intelligent though. I was going to ask you that same thing. I didn't know if they were more like animal like or if they were intelligent. I can't remember. So I, I so I don't think they're like a smog intelligent. Mm-hmm. 
but I don't. But, I wouldn't say they're like stupid. potentially like human level intelligence. I would say so. Okay. Yeah. So I, I would say so. Then it is possible. Like if if I was doing a Jedi mind trick or a Sith mind trick on, like Smaug, wouldn't work. I don't think it would work at all. But like a Hungarian horn tail or a Welsh green dragon, I think it would. I think it would work. Does it matter if they're like too dumb and they just basically are working off animal instincts? Mm, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. So, so he does he does the the mind trick on it just to, just to kind of he he's not trying to like get it to like hurt itself or anything. He's just trying to like confuse it. it kind of doesn't have any idea of what's really going on. And at that point, so even though Palpatine he does have like Sith lightning, he has a lightsaber. Uh, I don't think his goal would be to to murder because he's not like his goal. Like he just wants power. He just wants control of a situation, and he's not just out to murder people. Even though he like tries killing Yoda and he uh, he does kill his master, that's just because he wants control of what's happening. So since he has the dragon under the uh, the mind the mind control, I don't think his goal would then be to kill it to get it out of the way. So that's taken care of the dragons aside. At this point, I think he would just use his telekinesis to just lift the egg and just bring it to him. And then he has the egg right then and there. Yeah, some force telekinesis, good call. Yeah, so use use the use the for, the force pull. He's got the egg now. He's basically doing uh what uh if you remember in, in the movie and in the book Hario did like the Accio spell to to get things to come to him he's basically doing the the Sith slash force user uh yeah. version of the Accio spell good call so he's using the telekinesis he's he's he lifts the egg the dragon is distracted disoriented not paying attention with what's going on so it's not going to see the egg moving and be like oh no uh so he gets the egg challenge complete Harry also used his broom would you be flying around at all you're just going to confuse the dragon and do a sneaky sneaky? No. No. Palpatine can't fly like that. So, like, fly in a broom, you mean? Or. Mm-hmm. No, fly around like Leia. In, uh, oh, and. Episodes. Man, you're just going to keep hitting those punches. Hey. Yeah. Well, of course it is. You hate the last one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, no, he's not going to be uh, flying around or anything like that. Uh, so, interesting thing. Um, I don't remember this happening in any of the movies, but uh, one of Thanos' powers is also telekinesis. Okay. But I don't know if that means with the infin- with a certain infinity stone or a certain thing or if he just naturally has that. Cuz he never does it in the movies. Not that I can think of. And I don't know what's what stone that would be. The, the telekinesis stone? Oh, um, that's right, the seventh stone. You put it on your pinky usually. On your <laughs> on your foot, your pinky toe. <laughs> he just puts his foot up and <laughs> Thanos, why are you like laying back on a chair like waving your foot in front of my face? Yeah, out of those six stones, I don't know which one it would be. Maybe the power stone? The power's more like offensive, I feel. Yeah, I don't know. The mind stone? Yeah, actually, I think that's a good one. Yeah, you're right. I like it. Uh, all right, so that's, the, so that's the first challenge. So you're, you're just going in, Thanos ablazing, using your power, your bruteness, yep. and just, just getting Yeah, this one stone. I'm going brawn over brains. Okay, that's fine with that. And then I'm just doing uh, mind trick, confuse the dragon, telekinesis, force pull the egg to me, and there we go. All right, both through, through round one. I like it. So now we both have the egg. Now we have to figure out what to do with this egg. Right, because if you recall from the book and the movie, the egg was a clue to the next challenge. Yes, um, Harry 
if you think back, was actually very bad at figuring out these clues. He basically had to get help every time. Yes, he, 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 was, he was getting help along the way for, for all and the Not even just by Mad-Eye Moody, because um, Hagrid helped him. Well, actually, I think, I think they actually say Mad-Eye Moody told Hagrid to help him. Yeah, Mad-Eye Moody, yes, told Hagrid to take care of And when I'm saying Mad-Eye Moody, I actually mean Barty, Barty, Barty Crouch, Crouch or whatever. Yeah. Junior, yeah. Um, told him to show him the dragon so he'd be aware, and then told him about the egg. So in the, in, the, in the book and the movie, I think it's the same. You have to hold the egg underwater, and you can hear it. Yes. Because if you open it... Uh, you know, in the air, you just hear like a, a screech. I can't screen, understand yeah. it. Right, exactly. Um, so I was racking my brains about this to see if Thanos would figure this out. I mean, it, he is a genius, but he also is like, he's probably not used. To, well, this is interesting. I was going to say he's not used to like having to like work hard for stuff because he basically will just brute force his way through things. Like if things giving him trouble, he'll just remove it from his path. Like. He doesn't seem like he uses finesse a lot to solve problems, at least from the movies. Yes, maybe more in maybe more in the comics. But movie Thanos is a very like man of action type guy from my mind. Yeah. So I I actually think probably movie Thanos doesn't solve the egg puzzle. So then how would he solve? That? So he wouldn't go on to the second the second well, task. You don't have, so that just that just helps you prepare for it. You don't like oh. need it to find the task. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. So he won't actually know what it's going to be before he gets there. So. He gets there. Mm-hmm. He's at the Black Lake. Yeah. He just he just jumps in. Like interesting fact about Thanos doesn't need to breathe air. He doesn't oh, need food, water, or air. That's perfect. According to the Wikipedia. Okay. I found that very advantageous to me in this situation. That that is very <laughs> advantageous to you. That's that's perfect. Um, so I will say, if unless you want to switch to your character, um, Thanos would have a disadvantage in this. Being he'd probably be a very slow swimmer, especially if he leaves his armor on very heavy yeah so he's he's strong but i mean i think that only does so much in the underwater okay so so that's 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 a great advantage for you uh with with not needing oxygen little disadvantage with the the armor he could just take it off before he he jumps in he might but he he might be a guy he's like i want to look cool when i do this i want to pop out of the lake with my armor on how do you know that he would know what to look for or what he's supposed to be doing down there so that's what i wasn't sure of i thought that part of the challenge they knew once they got to it that, like, they had to rescue someone down there. Yeah, I do recall in the movie they said something was taken from all of our contestants. So you would just know that something was taken. Right. So I don't remember how much extra information the egg clue gave you other than knowing that you would be underwater and would need a way to, you know, survive underwater. If I recall, it says uh, an hour you will have to look to recover what we took. Oh, interesting. So mm-hmm. it didn't say anything about being underwater? You just had uh, well, to the Well, cl- I mean... You, the, the fact that you had to put the egg underwater to hear it, I think, was because it was mer it was mer language. Yeah. Oh, that's a good call. So you had you you because they yeah because what we took if it's mer language it assumes that oh it yeah was good them, call them I wouldn't have figured it. that out I would have been in trouble in the Triwizard Tournament. <laughs> I guess I'm helping Thanos out in this. Uh... <laughs> but Thanos is going to be fine if just slow underwater. I mean, so when he's he's going to be looking around, it might take him a little while to find it because. I mean, according to the movie canon, there's only one thing Thanos loves. So, that, the, well, no, that's the that's the comic books. <laughs> oh, oh, It'd be sorry. Gamora. Oh, okay. So the Merfolk would have had to somehow find Gamora, <laughs> and she would not have gone easily. Oh no, not at she all. She would have probably killed all of them. Yeah, I'm really curious. Like, if you think of that in terms of the Harry Potter, oh yeah, like, that's world, it's terrifying. Like, but like they like like Dumbledore was okay with Hermione Granger, a student who's 14 years old, just being kidnapped 
Yeah. And who kidnapped them? The mer people? Like, did they right? Did they come out of the lake to do it, or did right. someone bring them there? I agree. There's a lot of problematic things. They also implied that like they could die down there if they weren't saved. I think they just said that to up the stakes, but they really wouldn't die. I think they did said that in the book. <laughs> I well, think they did the, say in the movie they said something along those lines because that's why Harry felt like he needed to go back yes and save the, everybody else yeah 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 I don't I don't think they really were in danger they just did that to up the stakes if I recall correctly yeah that actually sounds familiar like yeah. they mentioned that later yeah the more I think about this Hogwarts needs to be shut down like like the headmaster was like all right what kids do you need all right I'll give you their bedroom and I'll give you <laughs> the password to get into the common area and you can just kidnap them in their sleep and take them into the Black Lake and. They'll be underwater for however long you need them down there. That's what happened. <laughs> and that's like, that's in the lower end of like problematic things that happen at Hogwarts. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You got a snake going around murdering people. I mean, it's you got three-headed dogs. You have an, an, a, a hiring issue where you keep hiring <laughs> evil teachers for one of your classes. Except the third year. Lupin, Lupin yeah, he was, was good. good. He, he was, was good. good. He was good. Uh, all right. So, so Palpatine, uh, I think he's going to do what Sith tend to do. He's going to cheat a little bit to get to get what he wants. Okay. How's he going to cheat? So Palpatine uh, does have the ability to uh, foresee the future. And I'm not saying that he would foresee to see exactly like who was captured or what the second task would be in terms of a challenge. But he would foresee that he would know that it involves the lake somehow. I can buy that. And then he would... Basically, at that point, I don't know how often he showers. It feels like he's always wearing that same robe. He looks so, kind of dirty. Yeah, he looks very dirty. So I would hope that he'd be like, all right, it's the one. I'll, I'll take one for the team. I got I to gotta take, a, take a bath. He, he's taking his bath. He brings the egg in, in with him. He opens it up, and then he hears that the, you know, it's going to be in, the, in, the, in the, uh, the Black Lake. Now, this is the thing, though. Palpatine can't breathe underwater without, you know, he needs oxygen. He's not like Thanos. So this is what I think he would also do. I think he would uh, go to Anakin, uh, and Anakin is part of the Jedi Order at this point, and I'd say, hey, uh, could you get me one of those underwater breathers that you you Jedi use for, you know, missions and stuff like that? I, I think I might I might need it and it might come in handy. I was looking you online. You don't think the Sith have their own? So I looked online, and it's affiliated only with the Jedi Order. Oh, that's so, interesting. I mean... I'm kind of, he probably could, but I kind of just assumed it was like technology available to anyone of the day. That's true. But I was one of those as a kid. Oh my gosh, they were amazing. It was like this little tube. That's little, all you needed. Obi Obi Wan and Qui Gon were swimming all around. Yeah. I actually, uh, I remember when I was younger, I got uh, this like bonus extension uh, action figure set, and it came with those that could go on my action figures. Wow. So I, I always remember I would put it on my Qui Gon and Obi Wan. Did you look it up recently? Like, do you remember where they called a rebreather? That does sound familiar. Yeah, it sounds what I thought, yes. but I could be wrong. Yes. I, I did look it up, but I don't have it on the on the computer yeah. in front of me right now. Yeah, they were awesome. Yeah, super cool. I always wanted one as a kid. There was like some startup that claimed to have something similar, but like it was pretty much debunked as like impossible. So one thing I will concede to this point is that Anakin may need or excuse me, or Palpatine may need to get Anakin to give him a couple of them. Cause it seems like it's only for short periods of time. I don't think it would last for an hour hmm. because the way they're designed is they're basically like there's this tongue piece that you put into your mouth and then there's two tubes that come off of it. And the two tubes are probably only like three inches at the most on each side. So it doesn't seem like it'd be enough oxygen for an hour. Well, I didn't think they like contained oxygen. I thought they somehow just like pulled oxygen out of the water. Oh, but I don't know how they work. I'm just I, guessing. I took it as they were oxygen tubes on the side that 
that's, that's the, let's that's look it up while I bring up another very relevant point to this challenge. What will Palpatine wear? Uh, mainly because he wears big, thick robes. He, you know, pretty conservative yeah, well, dresser. If they get wet, they're going to weigh him down a lot. Yeah, that's true. Oh, boy. He's going to sink like a rock unless he shows up in the Sith Speedo. The Is Sith there a chance we see the Sith Speedo? A, a Sith bathing suit on Palpatine? <laughs> And would it be really funny? I don't know. A, no, there's no chance he wears it. Um, B, that would be super funny. C, I don't think Speedo would sponsor the Sith. I don't think that would be good. I mean, they did sponsor Ryan Lochte, but uh, I don't know if they would uh, they would go that way or not. Uh, so I got the rebreather here. So it was an upgrade version of the standard breathe mask, which I can also open that up. Like the breathe mask, a rebreather let the user breathe in an atmosphere not suited to his or her physiology. And A99 Aqua Aquata breathers, wow, uh, were a model of compact rebreather commonly used by Jedi. So that's the one we're looking for. But it doesn't explain how they work, but it lets them breathe in places it was designed to supply its wear with a breathable gas such as oxygen in the case of humans thanks to its advanced filters it could work underwater in a vacuum or among certain uh, noxious environments its miniature compressed air tanks could supply oxygen for up to two hours perfect i only need one you're good that's great exactly so it does actually contain the oxygen so it does contain the oxygen yeah and it only lasts up for two hours we learned a new thing yeah there you go uh, oh, so like the other breathe masks they're talking about are like the ones that... Um... It's probably breath mask, but I didn't want to correct you, but you've said it like six times now. Thank you. Yeah, sorry. That's all right. You didn't want to correct me. It could be breathe mask. It could. Uh, it's like the one that was on the Millennium Falcon that like Han and Leia wore when they went out, uh, when they were inside that space lug. That's another uh, breath mask that could also work. But the uh, the aqua aquata uh, rebreather is the one that Palpatine will be using. So yeah, when it turns for what he's wearing, uh, no, I don't, because uh, we never see him in anything less than a robe. Nope, at all. Does Man. he take the robe off? Darn Palpatine. Yeah, he takes the robe off, and whatever whatever's underneath there. Like so I guess it's just his underpants or like a like a suit, like a like what a spandex is the suit? dress code like on the Death Star? Like you see what the stormtroopers wear, but like, what about the officers? So the officers are in like their business. Business attire. Business attire. Yeah. What about when they're off duty? Can they go business cash? I don't know. We never really see them off duty. Yeah, that stinks. Like they can't even like like for example that uh, that that uh, Saturday Night Live sketch with uh, Kylo Ren mm-hmm. behind the undercover boss. Even when they're off duty, they're all just wearing their normal. Yeah, clothes. that's that's actually really weird. I'm trying to go to like Star Wars Rebels or Clone Wars or something like that. I mean, like they'll they're wear like uh, if they're not wearing their armor, like for like clones or something they're just kind of wearing like a spandex still it's suit. like a standard issue military suit yeah yeah so, i don't i'm just thinking is is palpatine like suit pants under there it's like is he in dress pants is he in yeah like he might, spandex he might, to... i would say some kind of spandex that's what i would yeah? say yeah okay well, that should be okay underwater right it'd be tight uh hopefully it doesn't absorb a lot of the water might uh hold him down a little bit too not as bad as a robe but yeah, he he's going to do it and it's going to be a sight to be seen because people are going to be, it's kind of like, I remember when I was a kid, I saw my grandfather at the beach and it was like kind of weird to see like him with his shirt off. Like I was like, Oh, I've never saw my, you know, my grandfather with a shirt off. So I think for them to wow, see, so yeah, that's what it would be like. You're right. To, like to see like the emperor or, you, you want... know, taking his like robe off. I'd be like, what do you want to do a really whisk, risky live Google search right now? Sure. Let's do it. Calling Pal- an audible pa- Palpatine without robe. <laughs> 
first thing that came up was Palpatine without Robert, which was interesting. Uh, we got ugh. so so when you Google search Palpatine without robe, you mostly get pictures of Palpatine in a robe. <laughs> so this actually looks like a picture of Palpatine from Battlefront Two, the game, the new game, the the twenty seventeen version. Mm-hmm. That might be it. Yeah, you see a lot of pictures of him with his robe. <laughs> so it looks like in this picture he's just wearing like a spandex suit. Yeah. Oh, you could use the action figures. So he has. It's a little better, but he still has a huge like. Like dress on the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just gonna weigh him down. Hope he's a strong swimmer, and he does not look like a strong swimmer. He looks like a weak old man. So that's the thing that though the Palpatine did do on purpose. Palpatine had the appearance like he was a weak old man to try to have that uh, yeah. trick his uh, enemies. So that way, when he did a corkscrew spin at you, <laughs> you're like, "What the heck? What's this guy doing?" Okay. So I think that's that's all just aroused. Kind of like you ever seen the Prestige. No. You've never seen The Prestige? No. You don't know do you know the twist in it or anything like that? Yeah, they're I think I do. They're like brothers or twins or oh, something. Oh man. We gotta <laughs> watch the prestige. Oh uh, um so do you know what do you know what Thanos would wear for this competition? Uh take off his, his suit. Remember when I um I told you before we started recording that I texted you a picture and not to look at it? Yeah. Look at it right now. Oh boy. Calling, we're, we're really calling audibles here, Chris. And you, you can use this uh, in our social media this week. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, and you can buy this you can on buy Amazon. It. Yeah, you can buy it. So this is a uh, a, a man's onesie. A one, yeah, one-piece bathing one-piece suit. One-piece bathing suit for men and boys. And it's just Thanos' face. Like stretched out across the whole body. <laughs> I will put this on the socials. I will make sure the world uh, will see this. You know, if if Palpatine needs it, Thanos brought extras. You can borrow one. Oh, that's great. But then it seems like I'm going to be like supporting his team. And I, and I really that's don't That's why he it brought happen. it. Kind of a mind game thing. <laughs> He's like, no. So when it comes to getting down in the bottom of the water, I'm trying to think of who will be the person... That was taken for Palpatine. I was going to ask you that too. Like, what? Who? Yeah, who does he care about? I I would I would say Anakin. That's a yeah. That's a good call. I was leaning towards like a clone of himself. It could be. It could be himself. A clone <laughs> of himself. I would say either two of those two. Yeah, because he he really doesn't really care about his apprentices because Maul dies and he's like, all right, I'll find dies. a new one. He tells Anakin to kill his apprentice in front of him. Yep. And that's when like Count Dooku looks at me. He's like, "What?" Uh, yeah, I would say I would say Anakin. I would say Anakin, not Darth Vader, because I think he he shows more affection for Anakin than he does for Darth Vader. I think he really hates Darth Vader. Yeah, it does seem like that. Yeah, so I would say Anakin Skywalker, preferably like Episode Two, Episode Three, Anakin, where he's like, uh, I, I, you know, like you're like a son to me. Um, you know, I trust you. I've been. You don't need guidance, Anakin. You know, you're so great. He, he really loves, loves that Anakin. So, all right. So, uh, we get, we get, uh, so depending on who gets their, gets their person the quickest, that helps them into the third challenge. Mm-hmm. Who do you think would get it the quickest? I don't know. Cause even though you said Palpatine's like playing up the weak old man, I still don't think he's a great swimmer. Well, even though I do think he is playing up the weak old man, I don't think he's a better swimmer than Thanos would be. So I would say Thanos would, okay. would get it quicker. So Thanos, for the third challenge, since he got it quicker, he would be able to enter the maze, which is the third challenge, uh, before uh, Palpatine is able to. 
So that brings us now to the third challenge. So the third challenge, you have this maze, which is different from the movies and the books. In the movie, it's this giant maze that was just plopped outside of Hogwarts. And in the book, it's inside the Quidditch pitch, so it's a little smaller and contained. Um, but it is a magical maze. It's a magical maze. Uh, it, it changes. In the book, there's Sphinx inside. There's riddles you have to do. In the, in the movie, uh, the the maze like changes as you're going through it, and it like attacks you in There's certain spots. There's spooky smoke. There's like oh spooky smoke. It's they put a fog machine, terrifying. a couple of fog machines in there. Yeah, this is an interesting one because it, it brings up uh, potentially a point for debate. So this is a magical maze. It does move and change, but can it resist? Like, if someone very very strong were to just like try to punch a hole through it, would that work? Or would it come apart? Are there rules against climbing the maze and just like running on top of it? Hmm. Because Thanos would have like the physical prowess to do that. Yeah. But the only question is, does the magical properties of the maze stop him from doing it? I think so. I think if you tried climbing it, the the branches, trees, vines, whatever you want to call it, would pull you down, kick you off, do whatever it needed to do to stop you. That's that's okay. what I think. So he does have some other than that, still some physical advantages. He's very strong and fast, very high stamina. So he can basically just like sprint probably constantly through the maze. The only thing is like, I don't remember like what skills would help you get through the maze faster. Or is it just like luck who got who picked the right path? So in the movie, it would be luck. In the book, it would be luck but it would also be intelligence like i said because... what kind of questions were they do you remember any were they like uh like magical history questions or were pull... they more like riddles they were riddles i can pull some up if you can want. we pull some up and just yeah. i just want to get a baseline to see if thanos would uh would be good at these or you know if they're very like earth centered he might he might not know a, a lot of earth stuff even though he is like a well-studied genius right you know he's not going to know all the earth history first think of the person who lives in disguise who deals in secrets and tells not but lies. Next, tell me what's always the last thing to mend, the middle of the middle and end of the end. And finally, give me the sound often heard during the search for a hard-to-find word. Now string them together and answer me this, which creature would you be unwilling to kiss? Oh, well, I can figure that out. Oh, I know the second... It looks like it's letter-based, like the letters contained in the words, and I don't know the first part. Mm -hmm. The second part, I believe, is the letter D. Okay. And I'd probably have to read it again. Next, and... tell me what's always the last thing to mend. That's the... Yeah, that's the start of the of the letter D answer, I'm thinking. The middle of the middle and the end of the end. Yep. So the middle of the middle is D, and the end of the end is D. And then I feel like you could figure this out, especially given a recent so episode it's a, we did. It's a three-letter word. Of something you don't want to kiss. It's, it's not a three-letter word, but it's three parts of a word, and you're trying to oh. bring them together. But the cre but if you string them together, it creates the word of the creature you would be unwilling to kiss. Uh, and it has a letter D in it. Yes. Is it your dad? No. All right. Like on the lips or something like no. that. No. Okay. Think Harry Potter creatures that we recently did an episode for. Uh, oh man, Steve, I forget everything about an episode after we record it. That you're unwilling to kiss. It begins with a D. It begins with a D? Yeah, the ca the creature begins with a D. Um, Dumbledore? <laughs> uh, Dermstrang? No. Uh, didgeridoo? 
That's not Harry Potter. Um, can you give me another hint? Oh, wait. I am, am I wrong? <laughs> you really led me down the wrong path there. Yeah, so. I really did. So I I thought it was a Dementor. <sighs> oh, my gosh. Because D, Dementor. Yeah, sure. And you don't want to kiss a Dementor with a Dementor's does, kiss. It does make sense. <laughs> so it says, and it's... Uh, is oh, er, I was thinking, um, so he goes, I feel like er is a, like, uh, that's why I thing. thought demen, dumb, yeah. um, D, um, oh. you know? Yeah. Yeah. You, now you, I mean, yeah. your answer makes sense. And then he, the so Sphinx, if it's er, it's spider. So, so it's spider. The Sphinx smiled more broadly. She got up, stretched the front legs and then moved. Thanks. He said, some people will kiss a spider. What's with this anti spider propaganda? I mean, I know they get a bad rap usually for like being kind of scary looking. Yeah. But they're just, you know, some people like spiders. That seems unfair. Yeah, I don't know. So that that's that's the the one that he has to to do inside the maze. So it was some kind of intelligence based. So I don't think it's intelligence based, but you also have to know the third part, like the sound, like a filler word. I feel like in America, it's way more common to say um. Correct. So er seems more of potentially an English thing to say. Yes. So like Thanos wouldn't have knowledge of like colloquial filler words. He probably that's wouldn't know that. Thanos probably wouldn't. He might know what a spider is from research. Maybe there's spiders in the whole galaxy. He probably wouldn't care about kissing a spider. He probably doesn't understand that, like, humans don't like spiders. Yeah. Yeah, that would be... He'd be at a great disadvantage when it came to understanding the local norms. Yeah, he may be able to figure out the first two parts, the spy and the D part. But... I don't, I don't know yeah, yeah that, would, I mean, that would be really tough i don't know if palpatine would be able to do this either kind of the same for him yeah, yeah like, he's just he's just the outsider wouldn't really understand it has there ever been a spider in a uh star wars movie uh not that oh I can think darth maul's of. legs okay there you go robot spider yeah take that <laughs> and he'd probably want to kiss him because he was his friend i'm just kidding i know they weren't friends <laughs> I think I think Palpatine would just get so frustrated with that Sphinx at that point. He would like take a lightsaber, just and just, lightning blast just it, lightning blast it, go at it, slice it in half, or something like that. So are both of our characters just like blindly running through the maze as fast as they can? I would think so. I'm not going to argue here that Palpatine would use the the foreseeing abilities to know so where the end of the maze is. That would be that. I, I would argue against you for that because like, is it is it perfect vision or does it show you like hints of things and pieces? I, I think it's it's bits and pieces. I don't know if it's exactly how it will play out. Because if it is, if that's the case, it could be very misleading in a maze that can change. He might, well, that's what I'm he also might not be able to piece together. Right. Order. He could see it's supposed to be here, but... Yeah, he probably ha- could see the end, but right. he wouldn't know, he wouldn't know the, yeah. the path to get there. Exactly. Um, yeah, so I think at this point we're just blindly <laughs> running through. And if we were to run into each other in the maze... Wow. We'd, have, we'd, we'd probably fight. We'd probably fight oh, to win. We would absolutely fight Both to win. Very competitive. Now, Palpatine has his lightsaber on him. He also has force uh, lightning. I don't think he would be able to use uh, a mind trick on you because you're very intelligent. So I don't think that would work at all. Yeah, that's interesting. So I also think the based on how the light, how Thor's lightning affected him, it would be a minor effect. It would be. It would. You know, he wouldn't like it. Yes. But I don't think it would straight up just kill him. So I think that's why Palpatine would have to use his lightsaber. The lightsaber is more interesting because I don't know what that would do to Thanos. He has some special armor, but it doesn't cover his whole body. Yeah, I mean, like, when he got hit with Thor's axe, that... I mean, yeah, the axe cut through like butter. It went right in him. So I feel like... And then when he cut his head off, too, that also cut him right in half. So I I think if Palpatine was able to get close enough... 
but was your lightsaber like forged on a star by uh Ooh, a dwarf point, um point. was his name uh I don't remember. I can't think of his name. Well, I know Peter Dinklage. I was trying right? to think of Peter Dinklage. Oh, okay, I think of the character. Yeah, Peter Dinklage. Uh, no, Peter Dinklage did not make uh, Palpatine's lightsaber okay. at all. Um, but, I mean, he had to uh, take somebody's crystal, or some some other crystal and make it bleed in order to turn it red. Does he do that so. by, like, shining the light of a star through it? No, we don't know how they make it Because that's how they made Stormbreaker. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Story. And I think his name started with, like, a D. I want to say Dimitri, but I know that's not close at all. <laughs> I don't think it's Dimitri at all. <laughs> uh, so if if he could get in close enough to to get a blow, I think he could knock out Thanos. But I don't. Do you think Thanos would allow uh, a swing to get that close to him from from Palpatine <sighs> with the lightsaber? So and the, Palpatine's fast. He is like think of him going against Mace Windu. Yeah, definitely fast. But Thanos also a very skilled hand to hand combat fighter. The only thing is, I don't know if he brought would bring in his like double edged sword. Oh, yeah, he could have that on him. If, just... he, if he had it, I think pretty fair match. Thanos is probably stronger. But if he doesn't have it and he has to rely on just fists. Right. A little tougher, actually. Yeah. Maybe his best bet is just run away. <laughs> and just try to get to the, the Triwizard Cup at that point. And then I... I would just follow you. I would just chase after you. <laughs> I would say, I have, I have foreseen this. So, I mean, and eventually, uh, one of them is going to get to the Triwizard Cup first. Um, I, I will, I will, like I said, Palpatine does have speed though. When he fought Mace Windu and Eeth Koth and Kit Fistu and Sasani Tin, uh, they did not see him coming. And a lot of people make fun of that scene when he it jumps up. It is pretty silly. But apparently George Lucas, his intention, which was not well conveyed at all, was that he wanted Palpatine to seem like he was so fast that the Jedi were not even able to react to it in that way. So the problem with the way they shot that then is they they just made him seem like kind of fast but very easy to see. So if oh, you yeah. like set up the Jedi as like having kind of like special intuition and senses for things that are about to happen, then to make them just totally get killed like made them seem like incompetent. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah, that when I remember when I first saw that because Kit Fistu is one of my favorite characters i just thought he was always cool is he like a blue or green guy it's green uh, guy with tentacles what's his race called you know uh, nemoidian no it's not nemoidian uh, uh i don't know actually. sorry to put you on the spot no, i a, thought you would know I, it. I know you would think one of my favorite characters now nemoidians are the trade federation uh, i don't know off the top of my head i just know he can breathe underwater uh, that's cool he can he's like a really good swimmer he'd be great for the second task oh my gosh he would he would murder that um yeah but like when he died i was like really that's that's how he goes down man but so with with that speed that palpatine has could possibly really get to the to the trophy before yeah i understand what you're saying but this is the problem with the one-on-one fight thanos also has like super speed how do we compare them we've never seen them like run against a constant thing yeah you have to compare them with with that constant rate yeah in order to see what really happens well fortunately that's what the listeners are for they yep. can uh, let us know for who they think would win uh, those different challenges. Quick thing. I looked up the name of uh, Peter Dinklage. Oh, I was it? actually surprisingly close. Really? His name was Eitri. Eitri. I thought it was Dimitri. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. That That is impressive. I, I don't know if I would have gotten that with a multiple choice at all. Uh, do you got any fun facts that you want to add here uh, about Thanos or anything like that? I did want to say one fun fact that I, I read when I was researching. I thought it was very interesting. So um, the creator of Thanos, 
Let me look that up, actually. I think it's worth oh, saying. Oh, yes. Um, so the creator of Thanos is, his name is Jim Starlin. Uh, he thought of Thanos during a psychology class, he says. And then, um, well, he also thought of the character Drax the Destroyer. Okay. And then he gets a, he gets a gig with Marvel writing and an, uh, an art drawing. And he gets offered an Iron Man comic. And he has these two character ideas, Thanos and Drax the Destroyer. And he's like, they don't fit great into the Iron Man story, but this might be my only chance to write a Marvel comic. So I'm going to just shove them in. So they're both in it. Yes. So the Drax background is like really interesting. Like basically like Thanos arrives on Earth and basically like kills a family in a car that saw him. And like two of the people survived and like one of them, like their spirit was cap was like saved by someone and turned into Drax the Destroyer. Yeah, it's it's wow, weird, that's really stuff. weird stuff. And then the the other survivor of the car became another character whose name I forget. I'm gonna say like M- Moon Butterfly, but it wasn't that. It was something silly like that. Moon Knight, maybe. There is a character called Moon Knight, but I don't know. If I see it, I I didn't save it because I wasn't gonna say that, but okay. it, just because it came up. Yeah. That's so like the Drax background in the comics is like super weird. It sounds super different from the movies because in the yeah. movie Thanos murdered Drax's Drax. family and everything. Well, that's the same in this. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. So they get the revenge goal, right? But they don't do the weird like your soul becomes Drax the Destroyer thing. Yeah. So um, but he he eventually this the writer admits he actually based a lot of the character on Dark Side, the kind of DC version of Thanos, the super powerful evil guy. Uh, and like you brought up a good point that it's funny or kind of ironic that he was based on him because now Thanos is much more well known than the character Darkseid. Oh, absolutely. Uh, although, did they start setting him up in in Justice League and just weren't able to go anywhere because it was kind of a flop? Yeah. So he was originally going to be the villain, and then Joss Whedon said no, and he completely changed it. But the the Snyder cut is going to have Darkseid as the villain, I believe. Oh, it is. Yeah, because well, they they showed him in the new trailer that they just they just released. That is interesting. Yeah, so maybe maybe Darkseid will be the new Thanos in pop culture now that we're gonna get a uh, a Darkseid. I looked up um, that girl. So let me just let me just tell you the story of those two family members that survived a car accident when Thanos tries to kill them. The father's spirit is preserved by the Titanian cosmic enemy Kronos and is given a new form as Drax the Destroyer. That was the father in the car. Okay. The daughter survives, found by Thanos' father, Mentor, and is raised to become the heroine Moondragon. Oh, Moondragon. Yeah, I was... You've heard uh, of Moon... Have you heard of Moondragon? No, Dragon? I'm just saying I'm, I'm off from Moon Knight. I was even farther off. I said Moon Butterfly. <laughs> but I knew <laughs> it was something, was something silly like that. Yeah. Sounds pretty cool. <laughs> Moondragon. So, basically, like, Thanos was a dark side ripoff, which kind of matches up. Like, they have a similar... I think both uh, sides do. Both Marvel oh, for sure. and DC, they, for sure. they definitely yeah. uh, riff off each other. And then the stuff with Mistress Death is also super fascinating to me that I brought up, like Thanos being in love with Mistress Death. And I know there's also some pretty funny stuff with Deadpool and Mistress Death. Like they were also like a couple uh, okay. for a little bit. Yeah. And so there's like some Thanos Deadpool storylines that are pretty funny because I think both of them can't really die. And that's part okay. of Deadpool's yeah. like ability to not die is related to that. I don't I don't know all the comic book backgrounds. I just know it's pretty interesting stuff. Yeah, it's interesting that they didn't bring death into the MCU. 
I think it's just another thing where it's like a kind of a out there character to bring in for a mainstream audience. They kind of hinted at it though at the end of the first Avengers because the guy who's talking to Thanos says uh, like the Avengers, you know, they're they're on, they're, they're they're unwilling, they're they're unstoppable, and he goes to to challenge them is to challenge death, and that's when Thanos like looks and smiles to the camera. So some people thought like, oh, challenge death. He's interested mm. in death. Is that is that gonna happen? But nope, never happened. Uh, so a couple quick things here on uh, Emperor Palpatine. Uh, so he was in one of the early scripts for the original uh, 1977 Star Wars film. Uh, some of the different names that they were going to give him were Emperor Ford Xerxes the Twelfth, which I'm glad they did not go with that at well, all. When would that have been his name? That's, like at what point in the story? That that's what they were going to call him instead of Palpatine. They would have called but him instead Xerxes. of Darth Sidious or. Well, because so he doesn't become he doesn't get called Darth Sidious until Episode One. So original when it was just the original trilogy when he was just the Emperor, they oh were going to call him so Emperor Four Xerxes the Twelfth. Because technically the Emperor gets mentioned in Episode Four, but they just say like the Emperor dissolved the Senate. Yeah. Then he uh, officially shows up in Empire Strikes Back in 1980. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people know that the Emperor that first shows up in Episode Five is not. Ian McDiarmid, that's why I said he doesn't technically play them all through film. It was actually played by actress uh, Majory uh, Eaton, and they had her eyes, like, superimposed. You remember seeing this? The original um, Emperor? No, I don't, actually. Yeah, so that's from the original. Oh, and, like, the hologram? When she was... Yeah. What does, he, does he talk to Darth Vader? Yes. Okay. So uh, that's the original Emperor, and then in 2004, DVDs, they reshot it to have Ian McDiarmid, so now most versions have the Ian... Of course, McDermott version for the continuity sakes. Beauty of uh, digital editing—you can just change just all your old right stuff. in there, exactly. Uh, and so then he officially appears in Episode Six: Return of the Jedi. So he's never, like I said, he's never called Darth Sidious until Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Uh, he was just referred to as the Emperor. And um, it's really interesting that I remember the first time I showed all of Star Wars to uh, Allie, my wife. She never made the connection that the Emperor and Darsidious and Palpatine were all the same person. And then we got to episode three and she was like, wait, what? Like they're all mm -hmm. the same person? So it is kind of interesting. We're like diehard fans, like we all knew that's where it was leading. But some people they 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 don't know that. Especially because like the name, like in episode six, he's just the Emperor. He's not Emperor Palpatine, he's just Emperor. Yeah. So when I you meet you. this Senator Palpatine, you don't you don't know who that guy is, unless you knew it was the same actor. Um, and uh, so, but originally, too, uh, last thing I'll add, he's he was not supposed to be portrayed by Ian McDiarmid in Episode Six. He was going to be uh, played by this guy named Alan Webb, who was a veteran thespian, uh, and he was seventy-five years old. And he gave it some more thought, and he uh, said that the role would be a little too physically demanding for him. And he actually ended up dying, like, but soon after he didn't. Uh, said no to the role. Oh, that's so, very sad. Yeah. Uh, so he wouldn't probably have ended up filming it anyway. So, and uh, that's pretty much it for, uh, for, for Palpatine. So uh, this, this was a fun episode. I, I like this, uh, this idea. It was, a, it was a good one. Yeah. So uh, thank you very much to uh, Elijah for uh, sending us the suggestion of Thanos versus Palpatine. Uh, hopefully you're okay with us kind of putting our own spin on it just to, you know, change it up a little bit. You you said it best, I thought, before we recorded. You said it would just be like shooting a nuke at a nuke. 
it would just be a giant <laughs> yeah. explosion with a, with no remains, and you're like, well, who ended up winning? That's basically what it would be like with with those two just going head to head. Um, so uh, yeah, so there will be uh, there is going to be three polls. Actually, we'll do four polls. Uh, we'll do one for each challenge for who do they think would get the challenge done the quickest, and then we'll do one who would win the two of them going up against each other in the maze, kind of like we discussed a little bit. And uh, you can also give us your thoughts, uh, like you guys have been doing, which have been awesome. And uh, you can find that poll in our show notes uh, below, or you can go to www.whowouldwincast.com slash vote and click on the thumbnail there for uh, Thanos versus Palpatine. Chris, is there anything else you want to add before we head out of here? Nope. No? Awesome. Uh, we're we're going to take a break next week. It's Labor Day, so we're just going to relax a little bit. But uh, we'll be back after that sometime with uh, with more episodes keep sending us your ideas uh keeps us going and thanks for uh, reaching out to all of us so please remember as always make sure you follow us on instagram twitter facebook and our website www.whowouldwincast.com subscribe and rate wherever you listen to podcasts and please continue to participate in our show for the who win cast this has been steve and this has been chris and we will see you next time Bye bye <laughs>